Hello and uh, welcome to this latest uh, podcast. My name is John Campion and I'm the West Mercia Police and Crime Commissioner and I'm joined today uh, by a guest and uh, who's called Simon. Simon, do you want to introduce yourself and uh, what it is you do? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a police constable. I'm based at Evesham Police Station. I've been with West Mercia Police now for almost a year. Three months of those were in training. Ten months were um, basically out as a police officer. So you're um, a student officer within within the organisation. In terms of uh, you haven't yet completed, been confirmed in in rank. So you're in your in your learning phase, but out at the moment, um, uh, out doing the practical work of a police officer, nonetheless, um, in a, in our community, Simon. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I'm on a response team, so we get to deal with almost everything um, in terms of day to day policing. Um, we deal with the 999 calls, people that want to report um, any volume crime, burglary, assaults, um, things like that. Um, deal with some community issues sometimes, um, lately COVID issues. Um, so yeah, there's a real wide range of um, things that we deal with um, as response officers. So yeah, it's great for my learning um, and great for my experience. So, so obviously, uh, and it's some initial um, classroom-based uh, and indeed um, uh, more traditional learning to start with, but a, a big chunk of learning your trade out there in the community, supported by other officers and uh, and and the training department, but actually out there experiencing and learning your craft on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I suppose it's a bit like driving. You, you learn once you've passed your test. Um, you get all your basic skills and all the stuff that allow you to, as it were, drive um, a training school. And then once you're out, you do, I've done 10 weeks with a tutor. Um, and then I was independent at that point to go out and start attending jobs on my own. Um, and yeah, that's where you do the real learning. That's where you, you know, you find that you're, you're more challenged. You haven't got anyone to turn to where you have the people to turn to. But initially, when you're dealing with the public there face to face, you've got to draw on your training, draw on your experience in order to uh, offer the best service possible to the victims and to the community. And what made you want to join, uh, Simon? What made you want to put on the uniform and do the, do the job that you do? Because it's not an easy process, is it? We don't make it easy to join the, join the police. Sometimes it can take a, a long time. There's lots of test forms and fitness tests and all kinds of things. What made you, what made you want to do it? Um, yeah, so it yeah, really isn't an easy process in regards to um, yeah, the, the test and how long it takes. Um, for me, I was a bit of a late decider, as it were. Um, I was like 26, 27. I'm now 36. Um, it, I, it was basically, I was at home. Um, I, I heard a female scream. I've gone out to assist her. Um, I've had to calm a situation whereby she was assaulted by her partner. I called the police, um, try and negotiate that the partner come out, so try and negotiate him to keep him away from her um, until the police arrived. Um, and when the police came, I told them what happened. And they said, have you ever considered a career in policing? Which I hadn't. Um, and uh, yeah, it went from there, really. I joined as a special with Aiden Somerset Police, um, then transferred to British Transport Police as a special. Um, and then I joined West Mercia Police through my experience with them when I was a special at BTP um, as a police constable. It's, uh, it's always fascinating talking to those in the service and, uh, and, and indeed what made them want to 
want to join and there's always uh, or there are very often quite unique stories about uh, what the about what the driver was and uh, you touched a little bit about your route into policing so um you uh, obviously served as a special and indeed in, in a couple of forces uh, before joining uh, as a regular. Um, yep. what, what's your other background? Um, you know, did, uh, what did you do in education and, and what did you do before you um, became a police officer full time? So I was an electrician. Um, I worked for Seven Trent Water. Uh, before that, I worked for Wessex Water. And then before that, um, I just worked for a, a domestic electrician um, going around um, just doing like people's lights and stuff like that. So um, in terms of education, I had to go to college for that. So we've got uh, MDQ level three, um, and then yeah, just standard secondary education. Um, I felt for me, I'm more practical and hands-on. Um, so a degree, um, it, it, yeah, it wasn't the option that I was really considering when I was younger. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it kind of went from there really. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I always like the fact that uh, West Mercia Police is a, and Policing UK is quite a broad church. It's uh, not all about the 21, 22 year old postgraduate students. Uh, um, the, the age range and the uh, backgrounds are, are as diverse as the communities uh, that we serve. And that's one of, I think, Police UK's strengths that, um, that we are representative of, of our communities and indeed made up of, of all sections um, in society. And they're represented uh, in, in the service that, uh, that uh, keep them safe in, in the police service. Um, what uh, what about your your tri- training? Obviously, you're you're fairly uh, new in the organisation. Hopefully, a long and happy career with the with the organisation. Um, h- how was the training uh, for you? Hopefully, um, quite a lot of it done before COVID kind of changed the the way that we uh, that we all work and all stuck behind Zoom screens now. But um, what, how was the training for you, and what did you get out of it? And anything that I suppose profoundly challenged you and and the way that you thought about things. I, I did find the challenge, the training quite challenging. Um, I'm dyslexic, so I really struggle with um, the paperwork side of things, the writing, um, spelling, stuff like that. And with policing, um, it's not all what people see on TV where you're constantly chasing people in cars and running after them. 90% of the job is paperwork. It's, you know, that's the bit that you get right in order to give the best outcome for the victim, for court, for, for anything really. Um, so for me, I, 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 yeah, I find that side of it really, really challenging. Um, however, I had loads of support. Um, I was given extra time in regards to things, so it, I, I didn't feel left out or left behind, as it were. Um, the, the things I enjoyed about the training was the team spirit and the camaraderie between my, my fellow colleagues, made some really great friends. Um, everyone come from all different backgrounds, all different jobs, everything. So it was a really great mix of people um, to to talk to. Um, I, I enjoyed mostly the scenarios, so being able to put my learning into practice um, and basically just see what level I was at and whether where I could improve in regards to how I dealt with situations as they developed. And um, what do your what do your family think about you you joining? Are there other uh, police officers in the in in the family? Are you part of a tradition, or are, are you the uh, the start of a new tradition in your family? No, I'm I'm the start of a new tradition in my family. Yeah, that we yeah we're quite aware of our family history, and there's been no yeah <laughs> no one in our family that. Uh, and how do they feel about it? Considered the police. Um, very supportive. Um, I mean, they get worried at times in regards to what, what the job entails. But um, yeah, ultimately, they're, they're they're very supportive in regards to the role. Um, it's, it's one of those jobs where you, you hang up your coat and you're not technically 
off off the job, as it were. You go home and you, you know, as a police constable, the office is continuous. It's when you're at home. It's when you go out with your friends, it, and it's all the time. So you've got to uphold all of the code of ethics. You've got to uphold all of your standards continuously. Whereas, obviously, not being a police officer in other roles previously. I hang my coat up, as it were, and I can forget about work completely. Um, so yeah, it's 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 they're, they're quite aware of that also. So that helps as well. And um, and obviously you're 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 new to the organisation, and you might not know. I suppose that the next question, but um, do you um, are there parts of policing you'd either like to uh, develop in, or, or or areas of specialisms that you're interested in, or how how do you see your your police career? Uh, what what uh, what uh, what interests you, as it were? Um, for me, I've got I've got a few uh, yeah a few interests. Um, some of them are probably um, more realistic than others. Um, <laughs> I, for me, I think I'd, I'd like to move on and go on to the LPPT team, the proactive team, um, and try and develop my skills once I'm out of my two years. Um, I'd love to go on to MPAS and fly around in the helicopter, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's a bit of a dream, I think. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah, once I've done that, see where it goes from there, really. It's um it's interesting, and uh, the listeners might not realise, uh, Simon, that um, traditionally in policing, um, once you are confirmed in post after the after the two years, that is when uh, some of the uh, other routes are sometimes more yeah. um, more available. But um, I also like in policing, it's still a. Um, uh, an organisation uh, in West Mercia Police where the, the routes are pretty varied. If you want to go on to be Chief Constable, then that's available to you. If you if you want to be, uh, you know, a response constable for 30 years, then that's available. There, there are so many different elements of, of policing that are available. And uh, the current Chief Constable, 29 years ago, started a night shift uh, in Redditch, and today he is uh, Chief Constable. He started with the same uh, warrant that, that you did. And I really like that in policing, because uh, it really is uh, one of those organisations where the opportunity um, is there. It's a, sometimes it's a, a marathon, not a sprint, but um, uh, yeah. the opportunity um, is there, and I, and I really like that. That gives it an ability back to uh, to be able to do that in in careers. Um, there might be some people listening, Simon, who who might think um, they they were interested in maybe a career in the policing, um, uh, and maybe sometime in the future. Um, are there any uh, either advice or things that you would say to them, uh, who, somebody who's been through the process, um, things that they should think about or experience they might like to try and gain first or things that they might like to do? The advice to those thinking about it. Yeah, 100%. So first thing I would say, just due to how hard it is to um, get through the process, I would say just keep trying. Um, I mean, I applied not to Western Mercia Police, but to other forces three or four times. Um, and you've just got to keep on at it. You might fail the first time, but you've just got to get back up, uh, brush yourself off, and continue to apply. Um, in terms of experiences to be gained, I would definitely recommend becoming a special constable. That's basically your volunteer police constable. You hold the same powers. You have the same office. The difference is, is you don't get paid for it as a volunteer role, um, and you have to commit to 16 hours a month. Um, but it definitely gives you an insight into what the job involves, the expectations, um, and obviously, if, if you're if, if, if you're going to volunteer and do it for free, as it were, then you're the ideal candidate to move on and um, do it as an officer because it's a very, very hard and challenging role, um, not only physically but emotionally, mentally. Um, and if it's, I, I'm, it's definitely one of those things that I think you need to sample um, before you 
give it a go just to understand how much impact it will have on your life. Like I said previously, that when, when, when you hold the office of constable, it's not only whilst you're at work, it's at home. So there's a lot of pressure on you to always be aware of that and maintain the highest standards at all times. It's uh, the the high standards are um, are a are of course a responsibility, but they're also I think a badge that's held high with pride in terms of the behaviour and standards of the organisation and the men and women that make up it are are one to be aspired to. And uh, I, as as commissioner, are very proud of the uh, of the ethics of the organisation and seeing that responsibility. I think worn with worn with worn with pride. Um, Simon, I, I wanted to thank you for, first of all, being wanting to be a, a, a police constable. Uh, going through all of the hoops and get, getting through um, is uh, is an important part because without you and your uh, your colleagues, uh, you know, there are just under um, uh, two thousand three hundred uh, police officers in West Mercia, and without your guys' service, our community wouldn't be safe. And thank you for stepping up and doing that. Also, thank you for thank taking you. thank you for taking part today. It's really useful um, for some of our listeners and our communities to hear firsthand uh, of, of a from somebody who's new to the organisation, their motivation, uh, what it's like, really, what you might be. Uh, interested in uh, might be the same things they're interested in so thank you for taking part and indeed uh, bringing some of those things to life thank you for having me and thanks to our uh, listeners today for uh, hearing from uh, simon a uh, a new police uh, constable within west mercia police